0: Hello and happy Samhain to all of my amazing listeners Welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch As always, I'm Cassie, you guys, wow, we made it, we made it to Salon. Yes, I'm a day late, um, compared to what I told you I was gonna post, so Yeah, but Would it really be an episode of The Basic Witch if I wasn't somewhat fucked up on my timing? So, yay! No, I did have um, a lot of stuff planned to happen yesterday. But unfortunately, y'all, last night... So, trick-or-treating here in Attica was last night. So, I was home in my element, handing out candy, scaring little children. Not really scaring them, but some are petrified because they always are. But, you know, we go all out here... um, for trick-or-treating, and it was a really good night until I got a phone call from work. My key holder for the night was a little freaked out, and she calls me and says, uh, So, some weird shit just happened here, and I don't know what to do. And I said, Well, you know, it's DG on a Saturday night, so you need to elaborate a little bit more because, you know, it's a bit crazy there. So <laughs> she, uh, she says, Well, um, someone robbed somebody and tried to kill them. And I didn't know if this was a joke, like, a very bad joke for Halloween, or what the fuck was happening. But, it was not a joke. It was legit. So, yeah. So, the cops got called and came down there, and they were like, Oh, I don't feel like watching the cameras, because the guy had left. And, um, it was basically, what happened was, a drug deal had went bad. So, um, the guy that got injured, once he came back, he was choked out. So, once he regained consciousness... He begged her not to call 911, which she had already called because, you know, she had called him because she thought he was dead. Um, Everybody kind of thought he was dead, and he wasn't, so that was kind of good that he wasn't dead, but, uh, yeah, so she had already called 911. The cops got there, and they were like, "Um, yeah, we don't want to sit here and wait for you to find that on the camera, so just have your manager uh, pull it up and... Burn it onto a disc for us. And then call us when it's ready. And we'll come fucking get it. Like what the fuck dude. Somebody literally robbed someone. And tried to kill them. In the middle of the dollar store. And you want us to just like call you. When we put it on the disc. Like fuck you now. So once sugar treating was completely done. I uh, went down there. Pulled the video. And I called dispatch. And asked for officers to immediately come to the store. And watch the video because I'm not gonna burn like all this footage and not know if it's all the right stuff or what you need for sure and I mean like seriously like I'm just gonna burn it and be like oh hey here's this I mean they're gonna want them coming in and then leaving and like the whole thing so I'm like yeah this is not gonna happen so I called the dispatch and a different officer came down and then a county sheriff deputy whatever came down they pulled it up. So, it was, it was a drug deal gone bad. And they weren't smart about it. They literally did it right in front of the camera. The handoff, like, the dealer... or The the buyer had his hands behind his back. Uh, behind his... Yeah, behind his back walking. And the guy he was buying it from... The just the, the switch off was just absolutely ridiculously horrible. So, um, they do their little thing. Well, the guy, apparently... From what I found out after talking to people in town today... The guy... Uh, that was buying them, ripped off the guy who was selling them, and he gave him less money or whatever, I don't know, but the guy that was selling them ended up seeing that he had ripped them off and got pissed and grabbed him and choked them out in the aisle. They're like knocking over stuff in, my, in the store in the aisle everywhere. The mom comes running over of the, the buyer, the one that's getting attacked, and starts hitting the guy that's attacking her son, it's like a whole situation. So the dealer has got the guy choked out on the floor, and the mom's hitting him. And then the dealer goes and kicks the dude in the head, and uh, steals his money from him, and takes off running. And it's like, holy shit! Like, oh my god! So we have all that on camera. Apparently, the guy that that beat up the other guy choked the other guy out thought he killed him because he had told some people in town he left him for dead like he thought he killed him so he was very relieved to find out that he was in fact dead but apparently this guy has been ripping people off like left and right so i guess he had it coming i don't even know but so i am in the my office with my husband and the police someone runs through the cameras and we're getting everything recorded to a disc and my cashier or my key holder comes in and says um they left something on the shelf out here there, they, there's stuff here and I'm like what what do you mean she's like there's something out here something and okay like there's blood or something and we go out there and there's the pack of drugs they literally left them on my shelf in the store and those drugs out there for two hours since the cops didn't stay and actually investigate when they were there the first time so, my girl found them while she was putting the, the labels out. We were dealing with cops in there in my office. So, yeah, that's what my night was last night. It was fucking intense. Um, it was totally crazy. And then I had to end up working today, which I wasn't supposed to originally, but my one of my other key holders is really sick. So, um, yeah, it was a pretty fucking intense night. So, haha. So, we are a day late, But today's episode is all about the history of witches, where we come from, and how we got where we are today. So, there's a lot of, um, misinformation about our culture and where we came from and how we got here. The thing is, is like, we were taught in school, so I know that we have listeners in so many different countries. There's like, I don't know, probably 70 countries listed that we have listeners in, so that's super nice to have all of you here. Thank you so much, but... In America, when we were in school, we are taught about the Salem Witch Trials, and those are pretty much taught to us as being, like, the only, quote-unquote, witches and witch hunts, and, um, you're taught witches aren't real, and it was just a big misunderstanding and all of this, um, bullshit. And that's their way of keeping us, you know. At least that's the way it is here in Indiana in the Bible Belt area, because, I mean, we are still considered part of the Bible Belt, but here it's, you know, in schools we're taught that, witches aren't real, it was just a whole misunderstanding, and blah blah blah, and that it was only here in America, but, <laughs> it does not, and I'm gonna tell you guys, um, some pretty fucked up shit about it, and, what states in America, were actually more lenient towards witches, back in the day, in the 1600s, which, again, kind of fucked up, but, I'm super excited, I think you're really gonna enjoy this, because I really enjoyed doing this episode, I really think it's great, um, uh, the research on this just to get my dates correct because a lot of this I've learned but I did a lot of research to make sure that I what I had learned over the years that I've now that I've learned the correct things um, were right especially the dates and things like that so it's really fascinating to me to see how far we've come and um, how much we've progressed compared to our you know our ancestors and um, how freeing it is to be ourselves now so I'm I'm just so happy that we are witches in our time that we are in now. I mean, it'd be so cool to be back in the day, but also, wow. We have so much more freedom and luxuries and everything else to be able to even get where we are. So it's super exciting. So let's dive right in, guys. Theme song I think I really like it I don't know we might like tweak it a little bit but pretty excited to finally have one I mean we're on season two episode 22 and I'm just not gonna fucking theme song so I'm a little slow to the draw but you know so which is we're basically around from the beginning of time I mean we our ancestors and our culture has literally been around since the beginning I mean it goes back to the Bible, which we'll get to here in a minute, but witches were mostly portrayed as evil, devil-worshipping beings um, by Christians in Europe, and that's where it all kind of stems from, to be honest. Like the whole portrayal of what you see now—the iconic Halloween image, where you know, green-faced, warded hag is standing over a boiling pot. You know, boiling things in our cauldron and cooking little children and shit, and it's, it's not fair, but that's what we start off as. That's what everyone portrayed us as, and Hollywood has adapted over the years and kind of changed it, and um, we started off as just, like, evil beings in the beginning in Hollywood, and then we progressed to, um, you know, like, Samantha and Bewitched, where she just twitches her nose and makes magic fucking happen. To Sabrina, the, the witch who's, you know, a teenage witch starting out trying to learn the ropes and gather everything and charm the three sister witches and the craft, you know, all those things. And honestly, as much as I love some of these movies and Witches of Beast witch, which, you know, we've talked about way back in season one, as much as I love these movies and shows and stuff and how they helped guide me as a child and make me realize who I was. It's also kind of unfair to us because it portrays us in such this fucked up stereotype way that people just think that we're crazy now. Because there's nothing that actually shows what we really are. Um, If you look back, like every fucking show or movie or TV series or whatever. When it talks about witches, it makes it look like we believe we can fly and shit like that. And that's just not who we are. So it's not really fair because when people... When you tell someone you're a witch, they think, okay, which like bewitched where she thinks she can twitch her nose and she can make shit happen or she can jump up of a house and fly and so then I think we have a mental disorder and it's it's just shitty. I would like to have one fucking movie or one show that just portrays us for who we are. We are amazing spiritual people, we are healers, we are just open minded, amazing people who can do things that others can't because we have embraced who we fucking are it just sucks it sucks balls because i don't want people to have all these stereotypes of us and i would rather them get to know us before they just have all these preconceived notions of what they think we are so it is what it is but we are we are growing and we are slowly changing that stereotype and and getting the world to see who we really are we've always been around. I mean, witches have literally been around since a long time. But they've kept it very quiet. It was not something you flaunted. Uh, definitely not like we do today. Like, we share on social media pictures of ourselves. Dressed up or our rooms or our altars or whatever. That was just a huge fucking no-no back then. Huge no-no. But the witches of the way back times were not like the ones in the movies either so I really don't know where they got that image of us from but back then they were just like we are today they were natural healers and um, clairvoyants and they had their third eye open and they were just very in tune and in touch with mother nature and very spiritual women and men and they were just very misunderstood but we grew from that and we learned to to adapt and to, to Continue to go through. It's just we had to be very careful who we trusted because some fucked up shit happened way back then. I mean, honestly, guys, it started off in the Bible as when, as literally like witches are mentioned in the Bible, Book One of Samuel, and that and that verse, King Saul went to uh, the Witch of Endor to contact the spirit of the dead prophet Samuel with divination. So he goes and he's like, hey. I know I'm not supposed to be, like, you know, talking to you. But, uh... I need some help. Because we're in a, a war here, a battle, and, uh... I need your help to defeat these people. You know, I, I need I need Samuel's help. So, uh... Can, can you help me get in, in touch with, you know, Samuel here? Like, what, what, what do we gotta do here? I'm just assuming that's how the conversation went. I wasn't there because, you know... Um, you guys already know how I feel about the Bible. Anyway. So... He goes to this witch of Endor and he asks her to use divination to reach out to the spirit of Samuel and get help for this battle. So, she does. She reaches Samuel who prophesies the death of Saul's sons. And then the, the very next day, his sons lost their lives in the battle. Like, they died out there just like the, the witch had said uh, that Samuel had prophesied when he told her. And so after that, Saul had taken his own life. Witches, again, were mentioned in the Old Testament, Exodus 22 and it said, Thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. It also warns not to use divination um, to, to talk or to reach spirits and stuff, but I just, oh, I have so many questions, okay? It also says, like, no chanting and using the witches to contact the dead, but here, here's the thing, all right? isn't praying the same thing as like using an incantation for a prayer like is it literally like okay so praying to a god to change things you're using the incantation of by saying dear lord i'm asking you to blah 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 you are trying to manifest something so isn't that pretty much the same shit that we do but we're evil and dark I'm just asking for a friend, because I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. But, again, you, you guys know how I feel about the Bible. I don't believe in the Bible, I don't um, believe... It. I'm not saying there are not gods out there, that's not what I'm saying at all. I just do not believe that there is one man in the sky who created every one of us. But I'm not going to go into that whole situation, because we've already been down that road, and I don't want to go down into that. But, this shows you that witches were mentioned in the Bible, and even if the Bible, in my opinion, is not real, then it was still enough of something going on way back then for them to even write about it in the Bible. So something tells you that we were around way back then. So something is up. We have been around. And it's it's crazy because you you go back to thinking about all the stuff that ties in with that, like, you know, the no chanting and no divination and, trying to reach out to spirits but isn't that what we're doing uh when they when people pray you are using divination to talk to god and to jesus and to if you're catholic mary and i'm just very confused on how it's okay to do it one way and for one group of people but not for us to do it our way in a different group again i don't want to get into that whole conversation because y'all already know my thoughts and feelings and all that If you guys want a whole further episode on it, just let me know and we will definitely fucking go down that road and have a whole ass fucking episode about all of that. Okay. So, I mean, we've been around forever to the point that we were mentioned in the fucking Bible, which is the oldest book around. I mean, it really is. It's like the oldest book. So, we've been around. The witch hunting hysteria was really starting around the mid-1400s. Uh, when people really started to freak out and want to go after them. Um, Most of the time when these witches were caught, and actually, you know, these quote-unquote witches, they confessed is because they were under stress, but or under torture to confess, but they were not, for the most part, real witches. Real witches were very, very cautious about getting caught and about letting people into their circle, into knowing what they, you know, what they can do and who they are. Only very trusted people were allowed into that, you know, in the know. And it's crazy because they basically accused so many people of being witches that were nowhere near being a witch. I mean, they had maybe talked to a witch but had no idea that she was a witch and maybe she had suggested to use the herb to cure something. Well, that person used an herb that a real witch suggested, and it cured something, so then they're telling someone else, oh my god, I used this, and it cured me. It helped this problem, blah blah blah. And then they're like, oh, you're a fucking witch. And it's like, no, I'm not. Like, somebody else told me to do it. No, you're a witch. Satan tell you to do it. Like, that's literally how it started. Like, that's literally the chain of events of how things went. Witches were smart. They did not tell people who they were what they were they just made suggestions and then when shit got deep they got the fuck out of Dodge they took off because we are smart guys it's literally in our blood it's in our veins it's coated in our witch DNA that we know not to fuck around we are the we're not you know ones to fuck around and find out we fuck around and get the fuck out of there we're not sticking around to to get hanged or burn at the stake because people misunderstand us and think that we are fucking crazy when we're not. And it's, it's really sad, though, because, I mean, most of these witches were literally just helping other people. They were trying to help them with things that they were ailing from or having problems, and, you know, you live in a small village, and there's one doctor for everyone. One doctor can't take care of everything, and back then there weren't a lot of um, very smart people because... Technology was not advanced, so there's not a lot of things that they knew. It was all trial and error for the most part, you know. Um, Doctors didn't have like, a medical physician's desk reference book that says, oh, you have sinusitis, you take blah 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 medication and it solves it. That's not how it went back then. Clearly, it was literally trial and error of trying to determine what works, what doesn't. Find out what people are fucking allergic to. I mean, you have an allergic reaction to something, and somebody thinks that someone put a spell on you and you're convulsing because you literally are just allergic to that type of fucking wheat or something. And people think a fucking witch put a curse on you and you're fucked, and then somebody's getting hung or burnt sick next thing you know. I mean, what a fucked up time to live in, seriously. Could you imagine? At that point, you would almost have to like go off on your own and just live on the margins of society alone. So that you don't get accused of shit. Even if you weren't a witch back then. I mean. Anything you do could have been construed to be considered witchcraft. And. I don't know. It's just very very fucked up stuff. Like it's just insane. I mean. The hysteria just grew. They were accusing everyone of being witches. And I mean you literally did anything. Other than what every other person in your village did. And you were accused of being a witch. And. I mean, this was the mid-1400s, but within the next 100 years, hunts became fucking huge. Like, huge! And it was mostly accusing single women or widowed women. Uh, I mean, there were some men, but not a lot of them. Um, Women who were not considered popular, quote-unquote. They were lower class. Um, People who... ...had things that they did not think that they deserved or should have... ...they accused them of being a witch and getting it... ...and what's sad is so many of these regular people confessed to being a witch... ...even though they weren't... ...but because they were being fucking tortured until they did confess... ...so it was just easier to confess and say, okay, I am thinking that the torture is going to stop... ...either one, they're hoping it'll stop the torture and they can, you know, go back to have a normal life... ...or two... They confess because the torture is so bad they just want to die at that point. And death would be better than to just sit there and be fucking beat to shit because you can't answer yes to something that you're not. I mean, it's very fucked up, guys, think about how far we've come. We're so lucky that we even have ancestors still to have passed on the information and tell these stories and tell us about it because... We're lucky that, and all everyone. I mean, how do we even make it as a society? Seriously, though, let's stop for a second. Someone gets sick, and somebody else says, "Here, try this. It worked for me pretty well." Like we do all the fucking time, suggest something to someone. They're like, "Oh, thanks. That helped a lot. I feel so much better now." Oh, you're healed. You're a fucking witch burn, bitch, like, what the fuck, guys, it's just heartbreaking to think literally how far, like, all of these people died for no fucking reason, most of them weren't even real witches, and they were burned at the stake, or hanged, most of them were hanged, and that's a big controversial topic, so, um, a lot of times when you think of a witch being put to death, you think of her being burned at the stake, that's what we talk about, that's what we learn in school, you know, burn the witches and blah 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 but I don't really think any witches in Salem were actually burned I think they were all hanged the burning happened mostly in Europe Uh, don't really feel like a lot maybe there were a few in Salem but I I really don't feel like any in Salem at all I I know that other parts of our country and the colonies had it but I don't think Salem actually burned any witches I think they just hanged them now, England, it was really known for burning witches there, which is sad, but I mean, it's kind of fucked up crazy. England was really bad with the whole witch hunting situation and blaming everyone for being witches. Between uh, after 1500 and 1660, 80,000 were put to death in Europe alone. 80,000 accused witches were put to death in Europe alone in 160 years 80,000 accused witches were put to death let that fucking sink in for a minute like I'm not even gonna do the math but that is fucked up like what the actual fuck that's what 2,000 a year I do that right? Yeah. That's very sad. Like we need a moment of silence for them. Wow. Like my heart seriously just thinking about that. Like I did this research and I got the exact numbers and stuff, guys, and I teared up thinking about it. Like could you imagine how scary it would be to have been a witch back then and have to hide because you don't ever know if someone's going to accuse you and you really are one and all these innocent people are being accused of being witches that aren't and they're being put to fucking death and everything and then you're a real witch walking around petrified that you're going to be fucking put to death and it it's no wonder that there weren't so many you know there were so many lone witches back then because who are they going to trust they help one person or so make it pretend to be being a witch just so they could find out if you're a witch, they can turn you in. That way you get fucking burned and they look like they're innocent because they turned you in. I mean, shit. What the fuck? Like, this is crazy. And most of the women, like, weren't even witches. Like, most of these people legit were not witches, like I said. But here's the thing most, uh, most of the time, okay, they just believe that these women. Um, worked with the devil and they were filled with lust and that was enough to accuse them of being a witch literally like don't even forget like scratch out the working with the devil part if they were filled with lust or were into sex then yeah they're a witch we're gonna go ahead and put them to death like what the actual fuck whose idea was this shit who decided this was a good idea (sighs) she likes sex she's a witch burn the witch what the fuck, guys? Seriously. You know, even though Europe was bad, Germany had the highest death rate of witches. Like, they literally put... Or accused witches. They had the highest death rate in Germany. Which, kind of, is not surprising. Look at the history of things that have happened there. I mean, not saying nothing bad about the country, but it's kind of fucked up, though, you know? And Ireland, oddly enough, had the lowest death rate of during the witch hunt craze, but that's a whole nother situation. I believe, so my great-great-grandma, I think I forgot a great, I'm not sure. I honestly don't know the exact number of greats in there. Her name is Mary O'Brien and she's very, very hard to track down any information from her. We have um, been able to track back only as far as her literally getting on the boat or getting off the boat here in America from Ireland. Like She came over on a boat from Ireland and that's all we have like her just starting her life here so number one I don't know if her real name was Mary O'Brien because back then it was so easy just to be like oh yes my name is Kate Winslet and then you just get to this country and be like when you sign off the boat be like yes my name is Julie Anders like you just be the fuck whoever you want to be back then like you can be somebody different every day probably you know you didn't have IDs or anything like that so it was much easier to just you know say whoever the hell you are want to, you know, make something up back then, but it it's just crazy to me because I've always felt like my witchiness came from that side of the family and I really want to go back down that road and do a lot more digging to find out um, all the information because I truly feel like she may have been a witch who was running from something there and came to America in hopes of An easier time, even though I mean, Ireland was literally like the lowest death rate for witches back then or alleged witches. But it just makes me wonder if something didn't happen and she didn't run, and that's why. But maybe that's why there was also the lowest because the real witches ran. They did not stick around, they literally took off. But I mean, it did start to chill out. So as like the 1660s started to, or the 1600s started to, get later and later, Europe started to calm down with their with their witch hunts. I mean, they're kind of like, yeah, okay, we're, this has been fun, but we're kind of done with this now. We've, we've got all the witches that we've accused. We've killed all the women. Now there's no one for us to marry, and we kind of need to repopulate, so we're going to put the whole witch hunt thing on, on pause for a little bit. I mean, only if they're, like, really bad witches, then we'll be like, yeah, maybe we should burn that one, but... We're gonna let it slide, so you know, we gotta repopulate, guys. Like, our sons don't have many wives to marry because we burned them all. I mean, <laughs> I wasn't there again, but that's how I imagine the conversation went. But as Europe's situation chilled out, America's picked up. America started getting awful crazy with their shit and it all the shit going down everywhere. Salem was fucking crazy in 1692. But we will talk about that right after this ad from our sponsor, Anchor. You know, it's kind of funny because when we think of witches and witch hunts and everything in America, we instantly think of Salem 1692. But that was not where it began. As I said, Europe was starting to kind of chill out on the whole witch hunt thing and uh, accusing everybody and realizing, you know, maybe we've, we've fucked up here. So they realize it's time to chill out a little bit. You know, that or, you know, all the witches actually left town because they're fucking smart because that's what we do when shit gets deep like that. And, you know, our people are being burnt and staked or hanged or whatever. We get the fuck out of Dodge and go quick. So, we did, and I'm pretty sure that has a big impact on why it calmed down because it was all slowing down. I mean, people weren't getting help from witches, so they weren't miraculously healing, you know, as they say, miraculously healing from things because we weren't there to help these people. We left, so yeah, people quit getting healed and being alive, so they didn't need to accuse anyone anymore. So we come to America with it all, and like I said, a lot of people really believe that Salem was the beginning, but it really wasn't 19 or I'm sorry 1647 Windsor, Connecticut was the first. Elise Young was the very first person to be put to death in America for being accused of being a witch. It's kind of crazy. now Elise's story is very uh, vague to to look it up. Um, I cannot figure out if she was legit or not Um, I don't think she was but she could have very well been. Uh, All the information I got was very contradicting to other information so I don't want to give you false info because I'm just not 100% sure on her whole backstory and what had happened there Um, it is a bit confusing when I look it up but I, I do want to look into that further later but I did find it very interesting I always thought that It started in Salem because that's what we were taught in school. And then, you know, I learned a while back that it actually wasn't Salem and learned about some of these others. But I hadn't gotten into such deep dives as I wanted until here recently. But Elise was put to death. Um, She was the very first one in America to be put to death for being accused of being a witch. Again, I don't know if she was real or not um, or just accused, like the whole situation in Europe. But... It did start a whole situation. However, it wasn't near as bad as uh, Europe, by any means, or Germany. Uh, by 19 or 1697, the last trial had ended there, and 46 people had been accused, and only 11 died in Windsor. But It's just the whole concept that it's not where it started. So, I just want to make sure everybody knew that. It also was going on in Virginia. But they were much more chill in Virginia about witches. In uh, 1655, a law was passed making it illegal to falsely accuse someone of being a witch. So, they kind of had, you know, a little more protection for witches back then. I think because they were scared. Like, yeah, we're not going to accuse everyone because what if they're real and we're fucked, you know? (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Virginia was very, very, very more chill about it. Um, only about two dozen trials actually took place in, in Virginia from 1626 to 1730. And no one was actually executed there. So, they learned, uh, we're not, we're not going to do what Europe and Germany did. We're, we're going to be way more chill. But, apparently, Salem was like, you know what? Hold my beer, I got this, guys. We're going to go all out. But I'm sure there were other bigger things in other places, but the the situation in Salem was just much more uh, meteorized. Nope, that's not the right word. Not televised, because there obviously wasn't. It was much more shared. That's the word we're going to go with. The story was told, and as we all know, stories, when they get told and passed on, they grow and change and adapt. It's just like playing the telephone game when we were little. You'd whisper something into your friend's ear, and everybody would go and circle on. Whisper that thing into someone else's ear. And then by the time they get to the end. The last person says it out loud. It's only partially what the first person originally said. And that is a great way to teach kids. And people about how fucking rumors work. Or you know. The fact that if you hear something from someone. Make sure you hear it from the person it happened to. Because some people are just full of shit. And change stuff. And add it. And not everything's true. So. I think this. The whole story of witches and. Where we've come from in our background is a really fucking excellent point to that whole story. And that whole concept. But, at Salem in 1692, and two little girls, Elizabeth Parrish, 9-year-old Parrish, Elizabeth Parrish and 11-year-old Abigail Williams started suffering symptoms of uncontrolled screamings and body contortions and fits and all this fucked up shit going on. So, everyone is freaking the fuck out. They're like, oh my god, they have been cursed by witches. They have, you know, these little girls are witches, blah, blah, blah. Like, everyone's freaking the fuck out because I've not seen this before. So, who do they accuse? They accuse Elizabeth Parrish's dad's slave, Titaboo. Now, I may be saying it incorrectly because I really wanted to get the pronunciation correct for this and just out of respect however I heard it's pronounced multiple different ways the two most common were titaboo and tituboo I, I, I honestly don't know so from the rest of this I'm going to go with titaboo because that is the most frequently one I heard so titaboo is what we will go with so um, with all of that going on they were like oh my god, there's witches, or she's cast a spell on me, and, uh, Tittabu's was more accused of voodoo and hoodoo more than just strict witchcraft, but they did decide to accuse two other women, Sarah Good and Sarah Osborne. Now, most of you, I'm sure, have, if you're from America especially, you have had to learn about Salem Witch Trials in school, you've had to uh, watched the movie The Crucible. Some of you just maybe have watched it and read the book and everything. Just in your life in general. Uh, please remember that these stories and these tell... You know... How, dramatizations of the situation are not on point exactly with what really happened. Uh, of course, you know... History is kind of fucked up anyway. Um, not trying to plug here, but if you guys... Are looking for another podcast about... Deep, dark, interesting things. Bailey Sarian, who does Murder, Mystery, and Makeup Mondays... On YouTube has a podcast called Dark History. And there's so much fucked up shit on there. But it's so interesting to learn... Where... Or how the different things that we were taught in school... Have changed compared to what they really were. I mean, not really changed, but... We weren't taught the truth about everything. Um, Like Columbus... That didn't get me started on that whole fucking shit, I have known that for a long time, but... The dude was a dick. He didn't discover America, he came here and fucking took it, and he just just a total fucking dick. He does not deserve Columbus Day, but I'm not even gonna go on that whole fucking route, so... Anyway, America's history is fucking dark, and they did a lot of things to alter it to what they teach us in school and teach our children... So, what we learned and what we thought to be true most of our lives is absolute bullshit. It's a version of what's really happened. A cakewalk fucking iced over version of what, you know, was supposed to happen. Or what exactly happened. So, it's really interesting to learn these things. So, as we know, shit got deep with this. And everyone was accusing everyone of being witches. At this point, I truly believe that Titaboo may have just aided in giving the girls something that maybe she made or something to help them the whole the whole thing was what caused their whole fucking reaction and situation was most likely from a point poisonous fungus of some sort but anyone could have fucking got that and I mean the time of year it was and everything literally something could have grown in the fucking local area and people Got over it, got into it, somehow got it on them, and then it caused the shit. Because more girls started having these same fucking issues. But, instead of, like, being logical and thinking, hmm... What could be wrong with these girls? Automatically fucking went to witchcraft. Oh, they are fucking sick, something's wrong, fucking witchcraft. Not like, maybe they need medical attention, or... Maybe we should investigate and see what is causing this. If lots of other people are doing it. Especially if we have Titaboo already in fucking custody. Like, basically, you know? What the fuck? I just... It just pisses me off. So, instead of being like, Oh, hey, we already have her in custody. And, you know, we know she's here. That must mean there's other witches that are doing it now. And, and cursing all these other kids and girls and women and men and everything else. Because she's locked up. So, now they're going to start like a whole fucking revolution. It's just like, my mind's blown how fucking stupid people were back then. Sadly, they're still that fucking stupid today, too. I mean, people are fucking dumb when it comes to the shit. It, you would think that history would have taught us some things, but apparently it is not. History has sent us backwards for many, many things, and it sucks. All we can really do is, like, live and learn from the mistakes, I guess, but we're still not. Either way, it's crazy. They just accused more and more people instead of taking the time to see what the hell's actually going on. Or having a doctor check these girls out. A qualified doctor, I should say. Because I knew, no, at least in the book and in the movie, they did say that like they were observed by a doctor. And the doctor is the one who basically said witchcraft. And that brings me to the point of... Was it just because the doctor couldn't figure out what was wrong? Is that why he automatically went to, oh, witchcraft. Yeah, I don't know what the shit is. Um, let's just go with witchcraft. I mean... It's like, if you think back, being an old-timey doctor, back in the day, it would have been all fucked up. And they'd be like, oh, you have ghosts in your blood. You should do cocaine about it. <laughs> it's like the type of shit that they prescribed back then or whatever. So, of course, they're going to be like, yeah, I, I don't know what this is. I mean, imagine them asking their assistant, like, hey, Joseph, um, yeah, so this girl, she's having some fits. Um, she's screaming, her body's doing some weird shit. What what do you think maybe could have happened here? I mean, food poisoning or... Or what? I mean, any suggestions? Joseph said something like witches. It's fucking witches. Let's go with witches. Let's just tell them it's witches. We don't know what it is. Let's we'll tell them it's witches. That way we don't look bad for not being able to figure it out. And then that started a whole fucking situation. I mean, I'm just, again, assuming that that's how the conversation went. But I'm pretty sure it was pretty close to that. Because that's the only thing that makes sense for this to even be... Where it went. But again, you guys all know the story. I'm sure. I mean, like I said, it's been talked about forever. But the real witches, when this shit started going down, they did not stick around. They were like, yeah, um, we've seen how this played out in Europe. We've heard the stories. We're getting the fuck out of Dodge. So, they took off. And most of the real witches back then went to New Orleans. Because so many fucking people just kept going and going. Digiboo actually confessed... And actually then accused um, some others of black magic, but because it was because she was being beaten so much, she was being tortured, and it was her way to be free, not only from the torture, but from being a slave. She thought, I'm sure she thought that either being locked up forever was better than being beaten and being a slave or being tortured to admit to something that she wasn't even a part of. When it all comes down to it... These girls basically got poisonous fungus... Or poison of some sort on them... From something in the town... That everybody ended up fucking getting... Like tons of people... And instead of somebody actually doing something about it... They just accused women and men... And everyone of being fucking witches... And started hanging them... And that's where the fuck it went... Like... To me it's just so frustrating that our... Our lines and our ancestry... And everything that goes back... doesn't even have the appreciation that it deserves of who we really are, the things we do, who our ancestors were, where we came from, because all of it is negative. I mean, it is a very, very dark and deadly past for witches when you look back on the history of it all. And it's sad because... If anything, all this did, all of this excessive accusations and death and accusing everyone of being a witch because you couldn't figure out what the fuck was going on. All it did was teach us and our ancestors to learn to shut the fuck up. Do not help others. Do not share your knowledge and treat others. Do not go out of your way to take care of anyone Because if you do, you'll be fucking burned alive for it. Or you'll be hanged. I mean, witches are healers. We are caring, spiritual people. We took care of people. We helped heal them. We fixed them when they ailed. We gave them things that they did not have. We were the original doctors back then. We were the ones using herbal medicines to help heal the sick and injured, and to help people, and just to be there for others, but instead of being appreciated, appreciated, or shown any type of gratitude, we were slain, and given a bad fucking name, and it's not fair, because it's now up to us to rebuild that fucking respect, and that reputation of us, of our culture, of our ancestors, our grandmothers, and sisters, and cousins and all of our ancestors going all the way back were tortured and just put through hell for being the people they were which most of the time were good fucking people they were helping people and they were just betrayed by the fucking world for helping everyone so no wonder we got portrayed as horrible bad people because when they did come across witches they were not willing to help anyone else with their problems or give them a cure or save them because they were afraid of being put to death for it. so yeah no wonder we got to be known as being mean and angry and hating children and all these other horrible fucking stereotypes that we get because literally little children accused us of fucking witchcraft and got a bunch of people murdered it's sad it's really sad So for the next... What? 300 years, pretty much... Everyone just shut the fuck up about it. Witches did not speak about it... Until they knew they were in the presence of other witches. But that's probably why there were so many lone witches back then. Especially in new areas. Like if someone moved in as the... The United States were expanding... And and not just those first 13 colonies. As it was growing people were moving out further and everyone was going more west and you didn't know who the fuck you can trust I mean how do you know that you you know you meet some people and you think that they're witches and you say hey you know I, I, I'm a witch too you want to get together and like do some witchy shit under the moon they'd be like yeah yeah definitely that sounds great but they could be lying about it and then be like bam Salem all over again they just learned to shut the fuck up and it's sad and for about 250 years we stayed silent our ancestors stayed quiet they did not share their secrets with the world they did not heal others they did not pass it on if they met fellow witches they met in private and were quiet about it and they kept it to themselves and all of that went fine until 1949 Now, I talked about this in a previous episode. And it's not that I don't like the guy. Don't get me wrong. It's not that I don't like Gerald Garner. I just have a lot of feelings. Going all different ways. Because, as I said before... (laughs) Our culture was quiet. We've kept it quiet... We have found our safe spot for 250 years. Pretty much, guys, we kept it cool on the down low. We didn't share our shit with people. We didn't spread our word of, um, you know, witchcraft throughout with everyone. We didn't give it to the world. We kept it quiet. And then Gerald Garner decided that he wanted to share the secrets of the world And his book, High Magic's Aid. So, I've never read the book fully. I've read many, many, many excerpts from it. And it's just... Yeah. It's kind of sad because... I don't know. I mean, it's like all of our ancestors worked so hard to keep it quiet and to try to rebuild their name... And keep out of the light. And then Gerald decides that he or Gerald. 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 Is it, it's Gerald, right? I just have an older man in our town. His customer. And he was friends with my dad. And he went by Gerald with a hard G. And I think this is Gerald with a soft G. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's Gerald. Anyway. Point is, he decided to share the secret so he could make money off his book. That's all, that's all it was. That's literally how it all started of him sharing it with the world. Now, Aleister Crowley, we can can kind of go back in time and, and blame Aleister Crowley for a little bit of it. However, Aleister Crowley was so fucked up that nobody really took what he was saying as legit, unless you really were a witch, and then you kind of, like, got it. It's one of those, like, if you know, you know. But people didn't know, so they didn't know. But the ones who knew, knew. And that's why Alistair Crowley kind of flew under the radar. But he's a whole other situation that we can do a whole nother story on. Um, I did tell you guys about that book last week. I brought that up in the uh, episode as a suggestion. So it's quite interesting. It is a hard read because it is very fucked up. Um, he had a very, very different mind than many of us. But that's what makes the book very interesting. I will say that part. But... My biggest beef with Joe Garner is the fact that there is no wrong way to be a witch. I've said it a fucking million times. You guys say it with me all the time. There's no wrong way to be a witch. However, Joe Garner took witchcraft and Wicca and made all these fucking rules. Now, I know he wasn't the one who came up with everything and changes that it it is a big part of um, years of growing and everything, but there are so many damn rules when it comes to being part of a Wiccan coven, and, um, following through with a true Wiccan lifestyle, and there are a lot of fucking rules, and I just don't, I can't get on board with that, and that's the whole reason why I'm eclectic, and not Wiccan, because I cannot follow on board with all these specific, very, very specific fucked up rules, um, now if you are Wiccan, and you follow them, and that's you know, your cup of tea, that's great, I'm, I'm happy for you, I really am, I am just not one to conform to that type of rules for my craft, it's not that I'm like, oh, I'm a, I'm a rebel, I don't need any fucking rules, uh, no, it's it's not that at all, it's just when it comes to witchcraft, I don't, uh, follow the concept that there are specific rules that you must follow, and that you have to do things the specific way, and you have to, Be seeking for a year and a day. And there's just a lot of things that I can't get on board with. and But there are a lot that I do get on board with. So that's why it's just better for me to be eclectic. I have done a lot of research into it. Like I said, I did originally start off on a Wiccan path. With the sole intention of sticking to straight Wiccan. Until I've learned all the other aspects of witchcraft. And um, again, I don't know everything. Because none of us ever will. But as far as my path goes and the things that I've learned I'm really happy with the path that I'm on and not um, wanting to be in the Wiccan role but again that's that's just me you choose what you want but that's my whole issue with uh, Wiccan and Gerald Garner is all of the rules and the way that he monetized on it Um, he chose to share our secrets with the world for money and not just to grow our community. And that's sad to me. Very sad. So I'm not technically blaming Angel Garner for this, but from 1949 until not too long ago, all witches and anyone assumed to be connected with witches in the occult were basically assumed and accused of being all evil and satanic, like there was no goodness and nobody really believed the whole Samantha and bewitched and all of that stuff, it was just, we were straight evil, we were all satanic, we all worshiped the devil, um, and to this day, honestly, most people don't understand what a pentagram stands for, or a pentacle, they just assume it's satanic and automatically connect us and our craft and what we do and our persona and everything about us with um, evil and Satan and the devil and double worshipping and all of that and it's really sad because it's just not who we are, we are healers we are just amazing people if they took time to fucking open their eyes biggest biggest, hugest uh, enemies would be the churches, which I hate to say and I, I do know that we have several Christian witches in here and um, in the group and religious witches and that's 100% amazing I love it I love that you're able to do both and be in both worlds because it's scary um that you know to think that people just want to persecute us for things about us that they assume and they're completely wrong about and it's sad but and I'm not saying that there aren't satanic witches out there I'm not saying that there aren't devil worshiping witches out there I'm not saying there aren't dark witches out there because I know they exist it's just not all of us are um It's it's just not every one of us, and it sucks that we get all clumped into one fucking group, and and just assumed to be these people that we aren't. But you know it's kind of fucked up how it circles all around, and you know we were made to be these horrible fucking people straight from the Bible. We were bad, and we somehow I'm positive in that book we were accused of having something to do with Saul's son's death, even though I don't believe any of that, but um, because they helped uh, Saul reach out to Samuel through divination and he saw the children dying and they did, so of course then Saul took his own life. So it was accused that we had something to do with that and then we became all evil and we were in cahoots with the devil and it's just a whole bunch of bullshit. But Hollywood steps in and tries to glamorize it a little bit with things like Bewitched. Like I said, um, she, for some reason, everybody loved Samantha, but still hated us. We were still horrible people and I, I don't understand how that works, but, you know, hypocrites and all. But it's what, what happened. I mean, Hollywood attempted to glamorize us, but at the same time, it aided in making us look more crazy. It portrayed us as trying to move things and to fly that's my biggest one as they always portray witches as flying and being able to fly so then therefore when real witches like us say to other people that were witches they instantly think of tv and movies and think of us as thinking that we could fly and it's just they need to make a movie they need to let us make a fucking movie or TV series, or something where they like a real life where they follow us around and see like what we really are and what we really do, and and the things that we represent now, and not what they assumed we represent and portray. Because it's sad. I mean, honestly, it's fucking sad. Witches have really gotten such a bad rap, and trying to fix it. But like I said, when Hollywood comes in. And, Does all of this. And then Sabrina. Okay. So hear me out. I like Sabrina. I think it's a cute show. Um, I'm bummed that they were ending it. I, I haven't finished the last season yet. Because you know. Life is fucking crazy here. As I've explained many many times. But. It's. It still portrays us as thinking that we are able to fly. We are able to. You know. Go visit hell. And that we believe in hell. And that you know. Our cute little teenage protege is the daughter of Satan. I mean, it's just not fair to clump us into that and I really just hope that people are able to distinguish the difference between TV and Hollywood witches compared to real witches in real life and unfortunately there are so many people out there who won't see that difference. I mean, not everything you see in TVs and movies is real but it's only the bad things that they the people, public and hypocrites like to clump together and and make look bad so it's just it's frustrating because yes Hollywood could really help us out a lot but instead they just continue to hurt us but now in 2021, we are growing like crazy. More and more people are coming out as witches and really embracing their lives. I mean, I've told you guys my story before about how, you know, I knew when I was very little who I was and what I was. And my my powers that I have and the things that I'm able to do. My, my senses and my sensitivity and every bit of that. Like, I knew when I was young, but I was also forced to forget it and to neglect it and to pretend it didn't exist because that is just what we do it's not real, it's fake, it's blah 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 and it's, it's bullshit because you, we're suppressing who we are and now witches have a much easier time with it um, it's still difficult, I'm not saying it's not hard, I mean being in the broom closet is fucking hard, I know lots and lots of you are still in the broom closet you've reached out to me on asking me tips for coming out to friends and family and just being yourself and actually embracing it and and I've been there and I've given you guys great tips and I, I've, I've done my best to be there 100% for all of you that, that have reached out to me but it, it's still hard but it's much easier than it was back in the 60s or 1600s for that matter but we are really growing over the years and I talked about this episode one Season 1, Episode 1. Witches are becoming more and more out and open. And I don't want to use the word popularized or popular because that makes us sound like we're just like a fad or a trend. But more and more people are embracing their true selves and, and coming out. And the cool thing is, is we are breaking that stereotype. We are not all dressed in black at all times. We are not all wearing all pentacles and pentagrams, and always just, you know, carrying around a book and have a cat with us, and we're just not all that, there's so many different types of witches today, it's just so refreshing to see, and you get that vibe when you meet somebody, you can straight up tell, I can, I mean, I know that you will as you get better, you know, they have a thing called gaydar, right, which... I'm not trying to, like, sound whatever here, but I will tell you that I legit have amazing gaydar. Um, I, I, my kid was four. I knew my kid was meant to be a boy, was meant to be trans, and I knew that we would go through all of these different steps to get there, but I knew it. And I'm very in tune with that, and I think it's just because I'm so in tune with my, my own I don't even know the word, but I'm very in tune with people and reading them and things like that. So, um, I have a really good witch star too. So I'm able to sense other witches around me. I'm able to kind of pick up on their, their vibes and, and what's happening and who they are and what, what, you know, what's going on. It's not easy to pinpoint what type of witch they are necessarily, but to pick up on them being into it and being on their path and, um, everything is is really nice because then you can connect with them, and if you're not able to do that yet, you will. I promise you. Just keep at it. Um, one day you're gonna spot someone and be like, "Man, I want to ask them." But if they are, cause, you know, to show that I'm right because I know I am, and then you're just gonna blossom from there with it. But it, it will, it will come. I promise you. If you're not already having it, but somehow witches have really strong witch star and somehow really weak witch star until they build it and trust their gut and that's a big part of us trusting your gut but um, it's great because there's so many different witches out there and paths and just so much openness now that it's really making us feel more comfortable to be ourselves and to embrace who we are i love the fact that i can be myself now i don't have to hide it i don't have to pretend to be someone else because we're more accepted now than we've ever been ever and we're not just you know some hippie type witches that only live and work in metaphysical shops and things like that or work in you know places where witches would work and stuff we are everywhere Um, We are doctors, we're teachers, we're lawyers, we're nurses, we're therapists, we're servers and restaurant staff, we're working gas stations, we're retail workers, we're babysitters. We are everywhere. And the fact that I am completely open about who I am, what I do, my background, my podcast, like I share my stuff with everyone my wishiness and everything and the fact that I am still given the opportunity to have such an amazing job um where I'm managing an entire store which I know some of you guys is not that big deal like oh she's a manager at Dollar General she's like bragging on that like god that's sad for her but to me it's pretty awesome because in the small town that's a big thing like everyone knows the manager of those stores here in town like and it's a big deal because they just don't give anybody that spot and I you know what, even if it is not a big deal to everybody, I'm gonna brag on it and I'm gonna I'm gonna own that shit because I'm very proud of myself and how far I've got in getting there, especially for who I am. I am a witch in a little Bible belt fucking town in Indiana who was still accepted enough to be given the reins to run an entire retail store for a fucking giant corporation, so yeah, to me, that's pretty awesome, and I'm going to take that shit pretty far, so it, it's it's nice to see that we are able to be ourselves and still grow and be accepted for who we are, because it's not been that easy over the years for our our people, and so it's really nice to be able to get there and to be that type of person, just to be out and open, and it's fucking awesome. With everything going on in the last couple of years and all the craziness, our numbers have grown immensely just by the pure fact that people have been home and not been able to go out and have more have had more time to find themselves. We're coming to the end of 2021. Tomorrow's November 1st. Well, the day that this podcast is coming out, whenever you're listening to it is whatever. But, tomorrow is November 1st, 2021. In December of 2019 is when the whole pandemic had originally started to pick up speed. That is when the first cases in the U.S. were starting to be rumored. Um, I don't think the actual first official case had been actually officialized yet but the point is think back to all the things that you've done in the past two years not near the things you used to do right for almost an entire year we didn't get to go out to restaurants and eat because they were closed we didn't get to go to the bar or clubs and party with our friends and most of Children didn't get to go to school for a whole year. They did school online and at home. The past two years has had an extreme effect on everyone mentally, physically, emotionally, and for a majority of people, spiritually. Within that time, people were stuck at home way more than they've ever been before what do you do when you're stuck at home when you're bored think about what you do now when you're home and stuck there can't go anywhere can't do anything think about being stuck in a snowstorm you can't leave your house if you have kids you're going fucking crazy I'm sure been there done that but really think about how much we have each grown over these past two years as we have went through everything People having all this time to be at home and not get to be with friends or being alone in general. I mean, you have so many people who live alone the way it is and they're stuck, quarantined in their homes. You do a lot of soul searching on that time. You do a lot of things that you don't normally do because you're not home to do more because your normal routine has been disrupted. And you start finding who you really are. And in this last two years, so many witches have come to fully embrace who they are, or at least start their path for the very least. But our numbers are on the rise, big time, because people have taken the time to really look inside themselves. Basically, they've been doing shadow work without knowing they were doing shadow work or the lighter sides of it I guess they were doing great work we'll say I mean they were doing things without even really having a plan or knowing for the most part I mean I know I did and I didn't plan on going down some of those roads but I did and it has really opened my eyes more to the path I want to be on and where I want to be and how I want to get there And it's been a struggle but It's been very nice because I've found so much about myself that I buried so deeply. And this is coming from someone who's been on this path for a long time. So think back to when you first embraced your path and all the feelings and that rush. And it's almost like falling in love, that new love feeling. I mean, it's obviously a different feeling, but it's that same rush of happiness and scaredness and confusion and excitement and anxiety and just a tornado of emotions because you don't know what's next you don't know what's there it's exciting because it's like new and and you're embracing this new path and this new life and every day that you take a step further on your path you are further becoming who you're meant to be and it's just an amazing feeling and that's what's happened over these past couple years with everything going on it's been pretty insane everyone has had the time to really embrace themselves and and figure out who they are that's why so many more witches are popping up people that you may have not realized or Not expected to be, but maybe you thought they kind of were, but you're like, yeah, they're not showing any signs. But we're popping up everywhere. We are growing like fucking crazy, and I love it. I fucking love every minute of it. I love getting an email telling me, oh, thank you for your podcast that really helped me come out of the broom closet. Or, I'm still in the broom closet, but I found my path, and I just happened to come across your podcast. Or... Whatever the case may be, I love reading those emails. Just makes my heart so full because it makes me realize how much we have changed and we've broken the stereotypes and we're coming out of them. I have a friend who is actually a teacher and she's come out recently to me to tell me about her path and how scared she was because she is in a classroom setting. She is in there with children, which she doesn't teach it to them, she doesn't you know, bring any of it up, but she's able to be herself and embrace her true fucking self without worry of any ramifications because of who she is we're more accepted now than we've ever been and our numbers are, I just I can't keep saying it enough, our numbers are growing guys and it's awesome just to think back through everything our ancestors have been through and how much they fought and ran and and just did everything they could to get to where we are today. They helped build our path and we helped break down the fucking walls that were holding us back. It's just an awesome feeling to see everyone really being who they are. And it's not just the witches in black and the sage burning spell casting witches it's just the spiritual healers who do it their own way it's the kitchen witches who do these different types of things to make their family happy because that's the type of witch they want to be it's people helping others and healing them and teaching them about different herbs that they can use to be healthier and to not be taking all the big prescriptions that pharmaceutical companies want to just sell to us because we're not patients we're fucking customers that's a whole other topic you know that that's another big reason I do want to add into that I'll do will do another big episode on that whole situation later but I do want to touch on that real fast as it just really made me think really hardcore we are not patients. We are customers to the pharmaceutical companies and the healthcare industry all together. That's why they were always so against witches as well way back in the day because they were doing things differently instead of the way that the male doctors wanted them to do. Nurses and midwives were witches back in the day. They were witches who knew what herbs would heal what, what herbs would help and what herbs to stay away from and how to cure things when, when you've got something you shouldn't have you know, gotten or been into or whatever. And that intimidated a lot of people because, number one, men were the only ones who should be in that profession back then in their minds. Number two, it has to be a witchcraft if a woman can pick up a plant out of the ground and be like, here, this will help you. That's fucking witchcraft right there. And that's where it all started. That's where we got our paths. And that's what brought us. We're healers. We are caretakers. We are people who genuinely want to help others and ourselves i mean everyone wants to help themselves who doesn't i mean if you say you don't uh, i don't know if i believe you we all have that power in us and we're all embracing it now and it's fucking awesome i'm so proud of every one of you for even just being on your path whether you're still in the broom closet or you fully embraced it whatever whatever point you're at on your path Super proud of you for even stepping one fucking foot on that path. Because we all know how hard it is to start it. You will stand at that line and you will put your foot in and take your foot back out and maybe start, you know, take a baby step and then back up. Because you're scared and excited at the same time, but you're doing it and it's awesome. We're everywhere, guys, and we're gonna just keep growing. And I cannot wait to see where we are in 10 more years. I just... I think it's going to be great. So... That is my episode on the origin of witches and how we got where we are today. it may not be super, you know, educational as far as, like, the actual witchcraft part of teaching you guys um, different spells or anything like that. But I really thought it was something important, especially on today, Salon, our holiday our day I really I love this I love the history of where we've come from I love how far we've come and to me this is a huge huge part of being a witch is knowing your roots and where you came from and knowing what we've been through and how hard our ancestors had it to get to where we are now and the struggles they went through and how lucky we are to be where we are and live in the time we do this next year is going to be even more crazy i think that uh post-pandemic life is going to be just as much fucked up as pandemic life was because there's just so much shit out there and trying to readapt and readjust and hope to god nothing comes back and of course, the political aspects of everything, which I'm not going to even get into, because holy fuck, I promise I would not talk politics on here, and I, and I won't, because it's very fucked up, but it's just crazy to, to think of where we were, even just the beginning of this pandemic and where we're at now, and the changes and everything that's happened, and that's a whole other situation for a whole other fucking episode, because holy shit, but... Thank you guys for joining me, as always. Um, I sent out a few emails and messages the other day regarding the short situation and everything that's going on. Um, it's just, that's been a whole fucking nightmare on so but we we're getting there. They're finally starting to release things, and I've finally proven who I was and got all of that going. So, we are on track to get everything back to normal, which, fucking hallelujah, because, wow, what a fucking shit show. I do want to add in real quick. If you're still listening, thanks for sticking around this long for the after show info. Um, Y'all, I have literally had to prove who I was so many times here lately that I don't have to read the questions on these identity forms. I just already know. Like, I get them in the mail and I'm like, oop, doop, 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 doop. I don't have to read it because I already know because I've already filled out some fucking many I'm proving who I was. It's insane. The problem was is that they still had me listed as a resident in Arizona, which I clearly am not, but... Somehow, because I didn't unregister to vote there, that has some fucking impact on something, which makes no fucking sense to me at all. But that was one of the excuses as to why um, things were being held up in proving who I am, and proving that I don't, in fact, live in Arizona, and I did not, in fact, uh, get a car out there, or um, rent an apartment, or uh, open a bank account, and transfer all my money to it from out there. Or from here to out there. And it's just like... You've got to be fucking shitting me. Every time I think I'm getting ahead and fixing shit. And it just keeps going down further. Or something dumb happens. And... Like... I, uh, I'm i just in a fucking shock and awe. Anyway. The fact that somebody has the balls to steal someone's identity. Let alone someone that like worked for you. Like straight up. The whole identity type situation. Started with my... Uh, Boss out there at DirecTV when I worked out there. And she... I'm not the only person she stole the identity of. She stole a lot. But the fact that she was still able to get into all my shit because she had access to everything to be able to change it. She had access to prove who... That she was me with um, copies of my Arizona license and uh, my birth certificate, my driver's license from there, my social security card, my email and, I mean, literally, like, she changed passwords to fucking everything and it's like, you've got to be shitting me have to go that far just to fuck someone over for some money that they don't even have to begin with like, we are not rich, so, like if you're going to steal someone's identity, you should probably take someone who's got, like, money and I don't know, like, a good credit score for that matter it just blows my fucking mind but um, if you're still listening, again, thank you if you're continuing hanging on. I did want to add in. I don't want to throw it at the beginning because I kind of forgot about it too, but um, this podcast is really growing. I've been uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I've been approached by multiple sponsors to um, grow the podcast and have more sponsorships and ads in my podcast. I want to keep it simple because I don't want to make them. I don't want the whole podcast to be super long and pull ads. I want it to be super long because it's us talking about cool shit or very, really, very important stuff. So, um, that is something that I'm starting to do. I do, with that being the case, I do have to have my podcast done every week by a certain time to meet a deadline. They do like it to be early if I can, but it has to be by a specific time on specific days. So, my days are Sundays, um, that I picked that have to be my deadline by, so... Actually, cut my deadline really fucking close right now to continue telling you guys more, but um, I thought it was really important to to uh, let you guys know the direction that we're going. So, all of the uh sponsorships and ads that will be in the, the podcast coming up will be for things that are valuable to us, they're not going to be for like things that you would not be interested in at all, um, things that you know have to do with our craft and our things so it would be like subscription boxes or um a crystal web you know place to get crystals or herbs or candles or something like that something useful for us um for us witches in our our path there may be a few that would pertain more to certain people more than others but um i really am going to be very picky with what sponsors i connect with, that way I'm not just, you know, being a sellout, I mean, not that I'm a sellout, but I mean, so like I'm make a shit ton of money off these ads either, but at the same time, if I get you guys deals when it's done, because it'll be something like, oh, use my code, blah, 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 dot com, backslash, the basic witch, to get 20% off your purchase or whatever, so it'll be things that are useful, but I'm really excited, and I want to share that with you guys before I start doing it, because I just feel like I wouldn't be here without you guys, and... Like I said, I'm going to continue doing the podcast until I have no more listeners left. So, as long as I have one person listening and I have one one person subscribed, I will continue to go and go and go and go. So, um, I want to do... We've, we've had some people reach out. So, they want to do another question and answer uh, episode. So, please email your questions to thebasicwitch 2020 at gmail.com. Please put some type of emoji or... Something in the subject line that um, catches my attention that you're you're reaching out to me. So, let's make a new word for the subject line, which would be CROW. So, um, anytime that you want to send something to me for the podcast or you have a question or whatever. Anytime that you email thebasicwitch2020 at Put the word CROW in all caps in your subject line and then... Obviously, add whatever else you want to add to the subject line, but start it with CROW, in all caps, and then I will know that it is not a spam, it's not a hack, and we are good, and we can get answered, and if you want to be private, I can private message you back with an email, if you want to remain anonymous, I don't have to say your name, we can remain anonymous, everything's completely up to you, and I will not ask you to step out of your comfort zone for any bit of that at all, so... Shoot me an email with your questions or suggestions for upcoming podcast episodes and Yeah, um I'm out of breath and I'm hungry and I'm gonna go eat, so blessed be y'all. Happy silent which is bye.